Hello and welcome to the Carers Link Slowdown, the podcast for unpaid carers across Eastern Barnshire. My name's Katie and I'm your host today and I'm on my own again as John can't be with us today, but I'm not really on my own because I do have some guests. So today, the theme of today's uh, podcast is young carers' experience of lockdown and how they found it and what the challenges have been and what they're hoping for for the future. So I have been joined by two young carers, Samantha and Faye, and also by Lauren, who is Carers Link's Young Carer Wellbeing Coordinator. So I'll ask them to introduce themselves. Samantha, do you want to start? Do you want to just tell us a bit about yourself and a bit about your caring role? Yeah. Um, So hi, I'm Samantha. Um, I care for my mum. And, you know, during lockdown and everything, it's been a bit hard. But, you know, we get through it. And Faye, do you want to introduce yourself? Okay, well, as you know, I'm Faye. And uh, yes, over lockdown it was hard, but I'm caring for my sister who has autism. Faye, can you just stop fiddling with your cord because it's coming through as a as a sound on the on the podcast? We can hear a, a rattling noise. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. And Lauren, do you want to introduce yourself? Hi, my name is Lauren and I work with the young carers and my role is working with them on their wellbeing. So I'm the young carer wellbeing coordinator. And you'll have heard Lauren join us before um, with a different job title, but is it mostly the same kind of work you're doing, Lauren? Yes, yeah, so same sort of idea, working with young carers, but I'll be working with them more one-to-one, um, different sessions, working on wellbeing, how they're feeling, coping with their caring role. Um, and potentially linking them into other services can maybe help with mental health and such things. So what we want to know is for the young carers is what your experience is or has been of being a young carer during lockdown and and how you found it, how it's affected you, how it's affected your life. So Samantha, do you want to go first again and just give us a, a bit of a how it's what difference it's made to you being in lockdown? Yeah, um, so I found it a bit harder in lockdown because although I was home practically all the time, I didn't really have as much time to do things that I liked myself, like maybe going on walks or something because we were in a lockdown. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I found it a bit hard that way. So were you limited as to to being able to go out? Was that part of of the... because you were caring for your mum? Yeah, um, because obviously... I was inside a lot more. I had less time to do like things that I liked and obviously have time just to have a break from caring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's been something. Is that something, Faye, that you found as well in terms of getting a break? It depends because my sister went to school during lockdown most of the time. But when she was at home, it was quite like because she's not used to being taught at home and she has like a schedule that she follows. So being at home was just a big shock to her and more aggressive moods were probably shown during lockdown than when she was at school. And how did generally you find your experience in lockdown? My experience in lockdown was honestly quite lonely because my the only I was sat in my kitchen. My mum worked upstairs, my dad worked in the utility room. So really I only had my dog and 
she was brought out at 10 to go for a walk. So really I was just sitting in my sitting in my kitchen just doing schoolwork without like a break or anything. Yeah, I think that's something a lot of people have found that although there have been lots of people in the house, you've not been able to chat to them because they've been they've been doing other things. Is, is that Yeah. Yeah. Did you find that Samantha at all? Were, were you, was there other people in your house as well? Um, currently in my house, it's only my parents and I. But I did find it a bit lonely still because my dad has a few health problems also. So if they're both feeling quite sore one day, they might both be in bed all day. So I'd be up doing schoolwork all alone. Mm-hmm. In terms of school, if you think to what it's like, obviously there have been different ways of being being having school during the lockdown so you've had times when you haven't been able to go in and times when you have been able to go in so Faye how have you found the differences between being able to go in and not being able to go in and well honestly I never thought I'd say this but I appreciate I appreciated going into school more than staying at home but I had this hope that I went to that I took my iPad and I went to a hub with some of my friends at different schools. But going to school and interacting with people was really just really nice for me because I haven't done that in a while. Yeah. So not being at school and like using technology was kind of like, it wasn't the best for me because as I said, I was lonely in my kitchen and also just staring at an iPad 24-7 non-stop is not great for your mental health. So do you feel that maybe your what you've learned is, is less than what you would normally have learned, that you're behind where you would have hoped to be? Yeah, because my like r- my notes thing was very complicated and there was afternoon, a- afternoon activities that I was supposed to be doing, but I couldn't find the page. There was science lessons that, needed to be completed but they just don't know why they just deleted off my iPad. the joys of technology yep so I feel like I was a bit behind on my learning during lockdown and do you feel confident that you'll catch up yes because I just got my report card back today and she said very well learning and I can develop further my skills so that just encourages me to work hard enough this week to enjoy stuff next week so Samantha, how about you in school? Have you, have you found it? Um, adding on from what Faye said, I never believed this, but I actually missed going in person. But I am um, over the course of um like January right up until March when we were doing a lot of online school, I found it qu- I found it quite troubling. Um, like Faye said, I was having some technical issues also with things deleting off of like Seesaw. That's the app we were using. Um. And I just didn't find any more um, like mental motivation to do anything. Yes, I think that's one of the really tough things, isn't it? That that actually, if you're just sitting on your own at home, then you, and you've got an iPad or a computer, and there's lots of other things you could be doing on it, and choosing choosing schoolwork is is always the more more difficult one. Lauren, in terms of of general young carers, how how have you what have you found the that they've been finding with their education? I think we found it quite difficult for the young carers because a lot of them ha- actually haven't declared to school that they are a young carer. So there may be some classes or teachers out there that don't know that there's someone at home struggling with a caring role. So that's maybe the reason they were unable to hand in schoolwork. Um, and a lot of them have 
their young carer role has increased at home. So maybe stuff that they would see when they come home from school, they were seeing daily, you know, 24-7. So a lot of things like school took a back seat because, you know, they didn't have the time. It wasn't a priority because there was help needed at home. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, they were there and had to do it. So we found that a lot of young carers struggled, definitely. And I think that was quite a, you know, Scotland-wide when speaking to other care services, you could see that kids were struggling just to get work done. They might not be around the young carer person all the time, but like Faye said, you know, when her sister was home, it was different. So they were impacted because she was maybe unable to cope with certain things about school. You know, and like Sam said, you know, her parents maybe were having a bad day where she would have been at school and missed that. You know, they would have been at home and she would have been able to see those things that they were going through. So stuff like that, we found a lot of the young carers were going through as well. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely difficult. Samantha, is there anything that particularly helped you in, in terms of coping with, with everything that was going on? Well, my teacher was really understanding because she knows about my caring role. Um, so maybe if my mum had been really sore one day and I'd have to help her, she would be really understanding and just tell me to complete work when I had time. So that was really good. And then obviously we did some Zoom calls on Carers Link all throughout the year. So that really raised my mental motivation. And Faye, what about you? Well, what helped me was when my dad, even though I didn't want to, my dad just had a break from his work, went through to our kitchen and he said, right, it's time to go out for a walk. So we just uh, go out for a walk with my dog and just get some fresh air and also this is funny but I my dad makes like really warm frothed up milk for me at 10 o'clock so I always had that and I really liked having that at 10 o'clock yeah, sorry that's just a slight There's Katie's frothed up milk. that's my frothed up milk <laughs> arriving I forgot to tell my husband <laughs> that I was doing a podcast <laughs> apologies everybody for my tea arriving um, I won't drink it and slurp it while while we're talking. I'll put it to one side. So right, so I mean, you you talked. Did you did you join the Zoom sessions on the Carers Link Zoom sessions as well, Faye, or did you find they weren't for you? No, I think I joined a couple. I just can't remember because mm-hmm. I also had some contacts. Like my friend would always call me, even at the most inconvenient time ever. But she'd always call me and I was like, it was always nice to have someone there to talk. She usually just was quite an easy person to chat to. So Mm -hmm. it was nice having a friend on messages just to FaceTime and have a nice time talking to. And Lauren, what what did you find, you know, the, the young carers benefited from most in terms of improving their mental well-being? I think it was the sessions where they sort of like had time to think about themselves and join in something I think our art activities they were quite popular because it was something that they could join in on take their mind off of maybe school work or their care and role and just sort of like be creative and let their imagination run wild and just have a bit of fun um we also you know did the well-being packs that the kids got so we had like a, a spring one um we had easter eggs we had a summer one we also had a winter well-being pack and I think you know, they all included stuff that would sort of keep them going, sort of ticking over until sort of things would ease up. And we got really good feedback that those sort of things would help them. And at one point we were meeting just sort of to see each other because it got to a point where, you know, we were really deep into lockdown and we never thought 
would be able to see each other like for a good few months. So just making sure that we were there having groups, I think helped kids and they could come on if they wanted to or the next week if they didn't want to. It's just us being there for them. I think that kind of helped. I think the well-being packs as well. Just that acknowledgement that someone values you as a, as a person is is always that gives you a boost all of its own, doesn't it? Regardless yeah. of of what's in the packs, in a sense. And Samantha and Faye, did you both get packs? Yeah, me and my sister both got a pack. Faye, what was your favourite thing in the pack? Probably the chocolate buttons that we made, got. Like, a little den over there in my bedroom, and I just snuck my sister and my chocolate buttons in there and just ate all of them. <laughs> I literally was just hiding in this den, <laughs> watching YouTube, just eating chocolate buttons, hoping that my mum didn't walk in. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, now you've told her on radio, on the podcast, face, so <laughs> we've given it away. <laughs> and what about you, Samantha? What was your favourite thing? Um, honestly, in the winter one, I got a blanket. Um, and it was like some chocolate and things so I really liked the blanket and then with the spring one I did a similar thing to Faye I just I made a little den under my covers and just ate my ate my easter egg <laughs> okay so now we know for future well-being packs chocolate is definitely the order of the day Lauren <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah so thinking about you know what ha- what did help you is there anything that that didn't happen which you think would have been helpful samantha can you think of anything that would have been really useful if if someone not necessarily carers link or the school but someone could have done for you um well recently i started um doing like one-on-ones i did one with lauren um and i think when we were actually in the lockdown i think that would have been a really good thing to do that's good to hear and what about you faye is there anything that you think would have helped well honestly I'm not sure what they could have done in terms of like when I have to do my schoolwork and like when they could call me on Zoom. But I, you couldn't go into the hall, which was really nice for me. But I'm not sure really what they could have done to because the art sessions I love, I love the art sessions. Mm-hmm. I just really, Carislink couldn't really do anything to help further. Could anyone else have done anything, do you think? Well, I can't really ask much of my parents because they were both working, but yeah. I could have asked like my parents for one little thing, just saying, could I, like, if I just go up to my mum and I ask her, but I never had the chance because she was always in meetings, but I was wondering if I could just ask her to snuggle up on the sofa and just watch TV to let my mind just like relax and then start back up with the working. Yes, a bit of a bit of relaxation to switch yeah. off and then go back reinvigorated. Okay, right. Well, we're coming towards the end, but what I was wondering is, is there anything positive that you have learnt or or you can take away from from lockdown? Is there anything good that's come out of it? So, Faye, can you think of anything good that might have come out of it? Well, I was in contact with my friends a lot more in lockdown than I have been. I've learned how to use Teams successfully. That's good. (laughs) That's more than I have, I have to say. (laughs) I can use Zoom, but I haven't learned how to use Teams. (laughs) It's Lockdown has made me get out with my dogs more and explore more places. It's made me appreciate going to school and being with my friends more, that's for sure. Yeah, but I really learned during lockdown that 
every single bit of time that I get relaxation, I realize how beneficial that is. And uh, I've learned like how to cope with online learning. So if we're going into another lockdown, which hopefully we're not, Mm -hmm. but if we do, I know what to do. I know how I can help myself to do learning and to also stay in a good like mental state with my mental health. That's really good. Well done. What about you, Samantha? Is there anything positive you can can take from it? Um, well, I got to um, help my mum a lot more. So if she was sore during the day, at least I could get up and maybe make her a cup of tea or something. Um, and then my school did um, like get a further understanding of my caring role and like that some days maybe I can't do homework or something because I'm busy helping my mum. And like Faye said, I think I got a better like understanding and I can like appreciate having time to myself and being able to go to school more now. Lauren, I'm just thinking I forgot to ask you in terms of, of young carers, whether there's anything that you feel that Carers Link or the Scottish Government or the local authorities or the schools could have offered more that would have been would have been helpful to them. I think just putting young carers back on the agenda for schools is really important because before lockdown we were sort of getting there with schools they were understanding that the role of a young carer is really important and the impact that it has but when Covid came along it obviously got pushed down there was other things I had to think about and it's just schools getting back to that place where they know that there's young carers out there they do need support and it's something that we would appreciate you know raising awareness about so when things are right, us getting back into schools, things like, you know, Sam and Faye joining in podcasts really helps us raise awareness. Those sort of stuff is what's going to benefit the young carers in the future is just talking about it more and realising that a lot of kids have went through so much during lockdown and will potentially need support at the end of this, you know, when things are back to normal. So it's just being prepared for that sort of stuff. Right. So before you go away, I'm going to ask you, a fun question to end on okay not a difficult question hopefully well it might be (laughs) depends how decisive you are so my fun question um and this has come from when we we had the young carers doing our podcast with us it was the question they always used to ask so i've stolen it from them so Faye, what is your favorite flavor of ice cream um these are vanilla ice cream tablet ice cream I really like that or there's actually iron brew ice cream which I'm quite a big fan of oh really (laughs) yeah I'm not the biggest fan of chocolate ice cream I don't like that and how do you like your ice cream do you like it in a cone do you like it in a bowl do you like it with sprinkles on well ice cream in the cone is nice like when I'm on holiday but if not I usually just have it in a bowl because that's what I had on my Friday Friday night movie nights that we always have at the end of the week. Nice. Yep. And what about you, Samantha? What's your favourite ice cream flavour? Honestly, probably raspberry ripple. Although the other day my parents bought a really like triple chocolate one from Lidl and that was really good. So probably (laughs) one of those. (laughs) Other ice cream providers are around. It doesn't have to be little. <laughs> yeah, Can't but we got it from little. I'm helping the people out. <laughs> yes, that's right. That's a bit of information. Yes, that's true. <laughs> what about you, Lauren? What's your favourite flavour of ice cream? Um, it's all, uh, definitely something like pecan or caramel, one or the other. Not a chocolate fan. Not pecan and caramel together. 
Oh, well, yeah, that, that could be the perfect combination. <laughs> and if you put peanut butter in as well, that's it. Thank you, everybody, for, for joining me this afternoon. And, and it's been really interesting to hear about all your experiences and, and, and how you found it and what could help and, and what positive things you found. It's really good to hear that. And you know, have better idea now of, of how to keep your your mental health a bit better if it happens again. And we very much hope it doesn't happen again. So thank you very much. Um, for those that are listening, um, the next podcast we're hoping will be and finding out about how telehealthcare um, can help people. So hopefully we will we will get that to you fairly soon. So this is me signing off and we will see you next time. Bye.